Goosebumps, number two, Stay Out of the Basement by R.L. Stein. Something's waiting in the dark. Live plants, dead people. Dr. Brewer is doing a little plant testing in his basement. Nothing to worry about. Harmless, really. But Margaret and Casey Brewer are worried about their father, especially when they meet some of the plants he is growing down there. Then they notice that their father is developing plant-like tendencies. In fact, he's becoming distinctly weedy and seedy. Is it just part of their father's harmless experiment? Or has the basement turned into another little shop of horrors? Listener beware, you're in for a scare. Nice kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. I just love that intro so much. I could listen to it all day. Stay out of the basement. So Stay aggressive. Stay out of the basement. Um, welcome to Deadcast. Stay out of our Deadcast. <laughs> welcome back to Welcome to Deadcast. Second is the best. Yes. I'm so glad I got an even book this time. So I got to read the front and the back first. Matthew. Daniel. Like, I'm Daniel. I'm Mer. That's Matthew. Mm. Um, I immediately want to talk about what you just read, Matthew Scott. Okay. Um, the last sentence of the back of that book Jeez. summary there. Jeez. Is it just part of their father's harmless experiment? Or has the basement turned into another little shop of horrors, which you just read? Another little shop of horrors? Mm. That implies that there is an original shop of horrors, which I think were... I think... Suddenly see move. I... Standing it, it just bothers yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I think the reprints of the book. So the cover of this book is absolutely genius. In fact, I don't. It, it, this is probably T. Jacobus, but I don't oh, think it actually it says is. in there. But th- I remember thinking this this cover looks absolutely, absolutely bone ter- oh, ter- terrifying. Oh, it's gorgeous. Ever. It's like this little. It's this not little. It's this dead plant hand with bloody knuckles, kind of grabbing a door. Very very scary. But in the shiny, of the book, visceral. Yeah, it's just. It looks a little bit more real than a lot of his covers. If it, that's why I think it might be someone you else. Feel like you can reach out and touch that slimy, chlorophyll veins, green. Um, Gorgeous hands. Gorgeous. Um, Look at those nails. But I think I think um, the reprints of the book they have this cover where it's like a it looks it's like a dad in like a lab coat and he has like stalks of hands and a head coming out coming out of the basement. It's so less scary. It looks I don't really even want to talk about cartoony. that. But if you look at the back of the book and the newer versions, they cut out the line "Little Shop of Horrors." They the, do. The description is different on the back. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I mean, it should say it should say or has the basement turned into a little shop of horrors? Right. Oh, I get what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Do, yep. Listeners, do you understand what I'm saying? Listener, do you understand? Turned into another little shop of horrors should I think be turned it. into a little shop of horrors. Well, let's anyway, just, let's just launch right into it. That's just my deal. This one came out in July 1992 as well. In fact, I think the first three the first came, came out, out at the same, same time. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So it was the trilogy of uh, uh, a trilogy, if you will. Uh, Welcome to Dead House, State of the Basement, and so Monster Black. And I gave this one a B plus, which I think I stand by. I, I stand think a, by. I think a B or a B plus. This is one of R.L. Stein's favorites. Is it really? It is. And in fact, for we will also be talking about the television episode, which is just it's, masterful. It's, it's, it's a masterpiece. Episodes, I should say, because it is technically two episodes. Right, part one it's and an hour part long. Two. It is an hour long episode together but it was not released as an hour-long special it wasn't no it was a two-parter it was a two-parter it okay. aired well we'll get to that yeah it's well, a, it's, it's fantastic to we'll me. get to that but Great. the reason i'm bringing it up now is because it was one of arl stein's favorite books i didn't know and that he wanted to make sure it was in the first season to make sure it got on tv oh i didn't know that that's some stupid little trivia that I read that could be a lie. I like to think it's true. I like this one because um, it's so violent. It's, it, it's, it might be the most violent, and it's domestic. Ooh, it's, it's like, it's, it's really fucked scary. up, and uh, it involves parents, and it, there's kind of, it seems like there's like domestic abuse almost happening, and it's very frightening. It and, screams domestic abuse. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very scary, and this is something that will not happen later in the series. Like with Welcome to Dead House and Stay Out of the Basement, they're the most, they're, they're not grounded, I guess, because we're talking about plant people more or less, but like there's something very real about it and it's terrifying for kids. Gritty, it's like you, you're, you're stuck dark. at home with a with a, with an authority figure you don't trust and maybe not even uh, be your real dad. Called Child Services. Mm. Child Protective Services. What's that from? I don't know. I'm okay. drunk. Okay, so let's. I'm not, you guys. I'm really not. So our two our two main characters are Casey and Margaret. Well, the main character is Margaret. Well, that's it... so. <laughs> Princess. Yeah. <laughs> now I would like to point out that something mm-hmm. that I noticed with this book, the only book in the entire series that does this, I think, it's not first person. It's not. Uh, sometimes they're not first person, but it's the one. There's we get a chapter where it's just Casey. It's just point Casey's of point of view, third person. Casey. Point of view. Baby. And I, I just couldn't believe it. I know, I love it. I love it so I much. was reading it and I thought, what book series is this? It's Casey and Fatso Princess. So Margaret has straight brown hair and dark coloring. Mmm. Mm. And then She's Casey, tall, too. She's 12. And her younger brother, Casey, who's 11. Let's see. A 12-year-old with her younger brother, who's 11, sounds just like Welcome to Dead House. <laughs> oh my God, you're exactly right. Casey's blonde. He's got them freckles. He's got blonde, straight hair. But everyone calls Margaret... Princess or, or fat so because, because she's so skinny. So I would like for us for the rest of this entire podcast to, to call, call her either fat. princess or fat so. You princess, princess. You've got it. I will be. I'll definitely call her fat so or princess. Okay. Um. Now this book takes place in California. Most of them take place in Ohio. Oh yeah. Yeah, because that's where Arl Stein's from. And this one, I mean, they make a point. They by they I mean Robert Lawrence. Jovial Bob makes a point to talk about the golden hills of California. Yeah, re- California is almost like a character in this book. You know, I could really relate to this book because I live in California. I know it's like New York is to Sex in the City as California Golden Hills is to Stay Out of the Basement. Oh yes, it's exactly the same. Um, so we start out in the backyard of this gorgeous California house where it's it's eternally summer although it's during the school year I will point out yeah um TV TV episode clearly doesn't take place in California we will get to that Matthew okay anyway um Casey and Fatso are 
are throwing just the... tossing that frizz. Now, if there's that... one thing that Casey and Princess like to do, it's throw that frizz. They like like good taking a kite out. They like they, they like throwing, throwing frisbees, frisbees around in the backyard. Is Diane with them at this point? Di- their best friend Diane Manning. Yeah, <laughs> Diane has not shown up. Yet. Okay, Diane is Fatso's best friend. We'll get there. She's sort of the Kathy of this book. <laughs> She's great. We'll get it. We'll get into Diane. We'll get into Diane now, won't we? Um. So. We s- Diana, Diana, it's set up pretty early on that things are tense at the Brewer household because the mom's leaving because Aunt Eleanor is sick and she's having surgery. And she needs me. She needs me. Everything's going to be fine. So Aunt, so mom is piecing the fuck out. So Fatso and Casey are stuck home with Mr. Brewer, Dr. Brewer. Dr. Br- Dr. Brewer has recently been fired from, um, Polytech. from Polytech where he works at worked as a scientist or as a botanist. He studies, studies plants. plants. Um, and there's like rumors of why he was fired exactly. But basically, so he just The got... shade of it all. I know. Oh, that leafy shade. So he's down in the basement. Um, he's been down in the basement. Yeah. Um, he's always working. He's always down there. He's so serious. We never see him anymore. He what? even stopped calling me princess. He even stopped calling me fat. So. So anyway, so. The kids are, uh, uh, mom is piecing out to be with Aunt Eleanor in, in Tucson, I think, or something like in that. In Tucson, yeah. And so she's leaving, the kids are all home alone with dad. Dad who's- With their dad. Who, who, dad who's continuing to work on his, his experiments his in the basement. vague, vague, ambiguous experiments. Well, um, first chapter, Casey and Princess go inside and, um, they see that the basement jaw- jo- Door is a jar. Mm. Those are the words I I, I, w- I was looking for. Jar is a dar. <laughs> they see that the basement door is a jar, and they they decide to go down inside the basement. But see- at the bottom of the stairs comes Mister Brewer with a bleeding hand, and he says, "Down the barber." Cut to two weeks later. Two oh, wow. weeks later. Really? Mm-hmm. Zip zaps up. Wow, Aunt Eleanor is really sick. Oh, she's so sick. I'm not sure if she's left yet, actually. The mom hasn't left yet? Well, she leaves. Oh, yes. Two weeks later, mom leaves. Enter Diane. We learn a lot of this stuff about the dad and the job from, from Diane. From Diane. Because Diane's great for exposition. She's there she to, is. you know, the, she's asking a bunch of questions that we, the audience, would And be she asking. has red hair. Of course she does. Here we go. Here we go with the red hair. She has go. so much red hair. And she's a she's a pistol. Yeah, she really she's, she's a, a pistol. Fire, she's the fireball at the party. Yeah, if you that's will. right. Oh, she likes to just chat, 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 and goss, goss, goss. I know she's gift of gab. Woo! So um she um the dad goes to take the mom to the airport? Yes, I think that's right. I think that's right too. And um the kids are tired of watching Terminator. They're watching Terminator. It's ambiguously. They, they, make, an Ar- they make an Arnold Schwarzenegger reference. I wrote term two. Is it term two? Is it short term 12? Um, so Diane suggests, <laughs> well, why don't we go down into the, the basement? basement? After the dad specifically says, don't, don't go, go into, into the, the basement. basement. And Diane's like, well, why don't we just go? What a real Diane. Pisser. Diane. So fast forward them down the bill. Show me the receipts, Diane. So they go down the linoleum stairs of the basement. Linoleum stairs? Yes, there's also a metal front banister. This whole book, and including the setup of the basement, which we're about to describe, is very confusing to me because 
R.L. Stein says that the book is a ranch-style house, which I googled just to make sure I was correct. That it, that means it's one story. It's a one. It's n- one story layout of a house. With but a later there are stairs. Upstairs, there's a downstairs, and I'm like, what? Anyway, show me the receipts. So they go downstairs into the basement. Now, the basement's set up on, there's two sides of the basement. There's one side that's like an old ping pong table, and oh, and the other side is this bright, brightly bright, lit, bright white lit long trough, is how Arlstein describes it, right. full of plants. Yeah. Big plants with fat leaves and tomatoes and all kinds of ferns and exotic plants. Just plants, plants, plants. And just plants. like ficuses. Just so many ficus. And then there's these two glowing photo booths. <laughs> phone booths. Phone booths connected by wires and there's like a metal box that connects them. I- I'm not quite sure what's going on down there, but it looks very science And it's, it's so sexy that Casey takes his shirt off. Ooh, it's so Ooh, hot year down there. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Wow. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. Oh, wow. Wow. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Casey decides to touch one of the booze and he gets electric shot. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, He's Casey. fine. Casey, you're just a jokester. Oh, so Fatso and Dan tickle him, tickle him, tickle him. And then they hear low moans. They, they hear, Every time they're in the basement for the rest of the book, they hear low moan after low moan after mournful sigh, which I think is really scary yeah it is really scary and the pant the, the pants all seem like they're breathing the plants seem like they're breathing and they're kind of writhing and, and their leaves are shaking and their fat wet leaves just clacking clapping and, and smacking they call them the clackers and the p- plant tendrils start reaching for with them. that curly tendrils they just start reaching toward them and sighing and going oh oh, 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 oh. Pretty scared. Well, I get pretty scared too. Oh, and th- they get down. Da- they get out of there because Dad's coming home. Daddy's home. <laughs> <laughs> and then Casey realizes, oh wait, I still don't have a shirt on. Yeah, so and he then he left to- it in the basement. So then we get this secret chapter with just Casey. just Casey's point of view, which is and really you know what? it takes him a very long time to get his t-shirt. He sees it, he's looking at it, he's reaching for it, but twelve pages later, he's got it. He just can't decide. It just can't be. It just can't be. And he takes so long that that princess has to go down there and say, Casey, what's going on, Casey? Casey. And she goes to go help him, and a tendrils grabbed him. Ow, and it hurts. It hurts. It's actually, it's pretty scary. Yeah, it is really scary. This whole book's very scary. It is. It, it, these these mournful, humanish plants, humanish plants, yeah, are um, grabbing for Casey. And then the then Dad comes home and sees them from the top of the stairs, Uh-oh. and you know they're in trouble. Yeah, they're in but trouble. But he doesn't get angry. Instead of getting angry, he has this flat sort of robotic tone of voice princess says it's like he's seeing them for the first time he just says i'm very disappointed in you Ooh, i'm not mad i'm just disappointed Ooh, isn't that the worst that feels terrible and then he put he puts a lock on that basement door and says 
Will it make you feel better if I explain what's going on with the plants? Oh, is this the part where he explains it? No. And then he immediately doesn't explain what's going on with the plants and says, I'll explain it someday. And Princess and Casey are like, oh, great. We still have no idea what's going on, who you are, and why you're wearing that Dodgers cap. I thought you hated baseball. Why are you wearing that, Dodd? Dad, what are you doing, Dad? So um, Princess calls her mother. Right. And checks to see how, how Aunt Eleanor's doing. So Aunt Eleanor's not doing great. The surgery didn't go as well as they'd hoped. So, so she's, she's gonna, gonna have to, to stay. Ugh. And Margaret's, I mean, princess is just so upset. Meanwhile, Dr. Brewer has put a lock on the basement already. Mm-hmm. And Margaret goes downstairs and she, she goes downstairs of their one-story ranch-style <laughs> house and sees that the dad is ho- hovering over the sink shoveling some something in his mouth out of a bag what is it what is it she checks the trash and it's plant food which i know we'll get into it but i think is very kind of almost sexy in the tv show Uh, but in the book it really sends it home that he's eating basically fertilizer yeah like dirt he's eating gross sour dirt that makes you feel physically sick it makes you feel so sick so margaret says Fat so says to Casey, like, what's going on? Do you think dad is a mad what's scientist? What's wrong with dad? Casey makes a terrible joke and says, what? Do you think dad is going out of his tree? Wow, that's a terrible joke. He's Is dad out of his tree? Oh, I'm so, so. It's not so. even funny, Casey. Put your shirt on. <laughs> anyway, so they decide to go play Frisbee with Diane. Because, you know, what else are you going to do? In Golden Hills. In Golden Hills, California. Frisbee. Frisbee. Diane. And so Diane just spills the tea on Dr. Brewer and just throws all that shade and says, my dad said that, uh, blah, 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 that he wouldn't stop his experiments, that he got out of control. And someone died or got hurt. Yes, that's why he was fired. (gasps) Someone got hurt or killed. And then they talk about their friend who's 11, but going steady. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, they go home and... They're having so much fun. They see dad in the backyard. They say, here's the frisbee dad catch. Oh no, it hits dad right in the kisser. It hits his head and his Dodgers cap comes flying off and there are leaves growing out of his head. Six stems and fat green leaves poking out of his scalp. Now I know I'm going to be sick. I feel physically sick. And they say, dad, what's going on? And dad says, all right, I'll tell you, it's a side effect. So they sit down by the garage the dad explains some things. He says, he talks about DNA and how he's trying to combine the right DNA of plants. You know, dinonucleoacleic acid. <laughs> Dioxyribonucleic acid. <laughs> oh, God. Who's the smart one? I am. Lol. And he talks about the, the phone booths that they saw downstairs in the basement. And that's a sender and receiver to send specific dna from one booth to the other to create the ultimate plant or something i don't know plant that's part animal he uses some of the exact lines throughout this entire book they use some of the the tv episode uses the exact lines from the book yes which i (laughs) which i love but margaret's still worried princess is still worried because she doesn't feel like He's really explained anything. And why are there leaves growing out of his head? And he says, oh, it's just a side effect. These are just side effects. Shh. 
she can't stop worrying about it. It's 2.30 a.m. the next morning. I can't sleep. And she goes, I, I should have asked him about the plant food. I feel, I, I have to ask him about the plant I'll food. I'll ask him now because it's 2.30. I'll ask him right now. And she hears him walking down the hallway <laughs> on the carpeted creaking <laughs> stairs um, of the hallway. And she peeks in his bathroom. Margaret. Margaret. Margaret, what are you doing? Spying on me again. And remember that cut that he had on his hand, that bandage hand the from the first you chapter. Remember Kat? Well, she sees that he's taking the bandage off and green blood. Oh no, chlorophyll blood is pouring out. It's green. green oh no. She's slime. scared. She runs back to I'm her room scared. and she hides. Me. But then she still can't go back to sleep. So she goes downstairs for a glass of water. She goes downstairs for a glass of water. In her ranch, her cool ranch style house. And Casey, Casey's there. Oh wow, Casey. They couldn't sleep either. Then they spill the water off the floor and oops. Oh no. And they hear those moans coming from the basement. Ooh. So the next morning, Princess is like, I have to talk to him. I saw the leaves. Sometimes we have school. I saw the blood. Now, the reason that they don't have school that day is because it's a parent-teacher conference day or something. Oh, of course. That makes complete sense. Arl Stein explained it. And I appreciate that. Thank you. Anyway, Margaret, Princess Fatso, goes to her dad's room and says, you know what? I'm going to ask him. Bright in the morning, first thing hey, I'm going to ask dad. Him, Hey, dad. Oh, what's with the leaves and the blood? And she goes into his room and sees, oh, sick. On top of his bed. And this is fucking disgusting. There are bugs and dirt and, and worms, worms on top of his worms bed. Worms on the bed. Worms on the bed. So gross. Twisting and dark and wet and glistening like dicks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say something. I was hoping you would say something so I wouldn't have to finish that sentence. <laughs> Please keep talking. <laughs> so... Hours later, they're just sitting outside. I'm just glossing right over that. Gloss, glossing over like the glossy leaves of the plants in the basement. Very good. Casey and Fatso are outside saying, what are we going to do? And then dad says, come inside, you guys. I made lunch. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wasn't that nice of him? <clears throat> he made them lunch. Oh, he made them de- this delicious slop. Ew, what's this green slip slop? Ew, it looks like green slop is what it is. And he's so eager to make them eat it. Too eager. In fact, he he commands them to eat it seven times. Really? I shot him six times. (laughs) Seven times he asked them to eat it. Why won't you just eat it? He's basically screaming at them to eat it. I mean, this is child abuse. Yeah, it is. And right in the moment that he almost shoves a spoon down their throats um knock 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 on the door dr martinez it's dr martinez it's dr martinez coming over oh hi kids oh hey kids oh hey guys it's dr brewer's old boss from polytech coming to check in on dr brewer's progress he always said he would so he's here now and hope you're ready and you know what he didn't want to fire him in the first place so he just wants to see how things are going dr martinez oh dr martinez with your suit and your striped tie remember that remember that martinez so um Fatso and Casey decide to shovel that slop down the trash and say, yeah, dad, we ate it. It was pretty good. 
liars, liars. And Casey and Fatso come up with a plan and they say, we have to figure out if dad's telling the truth. What truth? I'm not sure. But we have to see if my our dad's telling the truth. And the only way to tell if dad's telling the truth about his experiments is to go into the basement. That makes sense. How many times has he told them to stay out of the, the basement? <laughs> anyway, next day, Dr. Brewer goes next door to help Mr. Henry next door, who's always Ugh. asking for help. Gotta go install his sink. Oh, Mr. Henry. Oh, Henry. So they go down to the basement. And, oh, man, are those plants shivering and a-shaking. They're quivering and reaching and snatching and snatching the cat back. Now, I don't remember how they got through the lock to the basement. Remember? Because Dr. Brewer put in a lock. I don't remember either. Write us at... (laughs) Text us at... Five five. I want to give Doctor Merrick five phone. five five. I want to give Doctor zero one zero one. That's Just, Gloria Merrick's number. We'll get into that. Um, they go into the basement. The plants are just quivering and a shaking, and it's moving they're bigger. They're so much bigger. Big floppy slop tomatoes are falling on the ground, and With everything is plops. bigger and angrier. And it's the sequel. Yeah, and. Once they get down there, they realize, wait a minute, we don't know what anything is. We don't know what to look for. We don't know why we're down here. Why so are we down how here? How can we tell if, um, if you know, dad's, oh, did you hear that? What? Did you hear that just now? The thumping? That thumping from the supply closet? What's that noise? What is that noise? Is it a cat? It sounds like someone's hurt or something. We gotta go check it out. Oh no, they hear something, thumping and banging from the supply closet. Oh gosh. Did that scare you? No, but I was just acting like it did because I'm a fantastic actress. So they they go over to the supply closet or whatever, but then Casey Casey finds a suit and tie. Just a suit jacket. Just a suit jacket and I think a tie. And a tie. Under uh, a It's Mr. Martinez's jacket and Mr. Martinez's tie. What? Did you ever see him leave? No, I never... He got a ride there, remember, because his car was in the shop? Yeah, I so somebody must have picked him up. But so why that, would he leave his suit jacket? Oh, no, someone's coming. <gasps> oh, no. It's Dan. It's Dan. So uh, Fatso and Casey sneak out of, of the basement window, which mm. they saw a squirrel do earlier. Just a little squirrel. A little squirrel. Oh they gosh. make it out just in time, run to the backyard. Dad catches them out there and said, I know you were in the basement. And doesn't he say something like, that's funny, you didn't used to lie to me. Woo! Yes, like yes, yes, he did. Oof. Um, and and they call him out. They said, "We found Mr. Martinez's clothes. Why are they down there?" And he's like, "Listen, you little bitches. He got hot. He got hot. Okay, it's hot down there. So he took it off and he forgot <laughs> it. I'm driving it over. I'm gonna return it later." Calm down. And he said, don't go down in the basement. I told you not to go down the basement. It's the Stay name of out this of the book. basement. It's dangerous. And then it's time for a bike day with Diane. Lol. They're biking through the hills of California. They, have, they have tomato soup and avocado mm, salad. Now you know they're in California. I like that Arl Stein points this out because he keeps it in the vegetable family. He does. Lol. Oh, talk about a theme. They go back to Diane's mm, house. They read, they read magazines of sassy. Let's read sassy. They listen to tapes. Oh, and then they decide they want to fly kites. We have to fly kite. We have to fly a kite. Oh. Wait, so- where are our kites though? Oh, wait. At this point, Diane has a piano lesson, by the way. And we know what piano lessons, I mean, hap- what happens it can be. Pi- it can be they murder. They can be murder. Um, they want to fly kites. Oh, where do we keep the kites? Shoot, where are they? Oh, that's they're right. In they're the in the basement. basement. 
So they decide, well, we'll just go down in the basement. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Find some kites. But instead of finding kites, they find Mr. Martinez's pants. Wait, and is Mr. Brewer, Dr. Brewer, go to pick up the mom at the airport at this point? Oh, yes. He has left to go. When they get back back. from, they get back from Diane's. Mm, um, avocado salad's so oh, good. God, it's so tasty and Ooh, those fresh. fresh tomatoes. Those crisp Ooh. leaves. Mm, I'm hungry. Me too, me too. Really I could have bad. some of Dr. Brewer's slop right now. I know, give me that bowl of green slops. Anyway, it's time to go pick up a mom from the airport. Thank so. God, she's been gone for a week. Oh, that's what it feels I'm like. I'm so glad Aunt Eleanor's feeling better. So they go to get the kites, they find the pants, and they hear mo- more go banging. Go to get the kites and find the pants. pants. Go to get the kites and find the pants. pants. And they hear more banging and moans from the closet. They have to go in there. We have to. Oh, but it's it's locked shut. So we'll just get a claw hammer. And, and they we'll... spend about eight, what feels like eight chapters with one tiny claw hammer going through a two by four that's hammered on top of the supply closet. Uh-huh. They go through a lock to get through into the closet. And then they take the back of the claw hammer and take the bottom hinge of the door and oh, rip it off. And just then re- open it all. And they remove the entire door. And they find a, a long, narrow closet, which seems to get bigger every paragraph. And there are some sick plants this in This is there. actually actually very this terrifying. This is really disturbing and really gross. There are a lot of plants with arms, three-fingered hands, some with legs. And some with green tomato faces. With, with just an open, gaping mouth. And just and a nose. Eyes. A nose and a mouth. And they're all Waxing crying faces going, and moaning. Oh. And they're sad. They're and all they're suffering moving. and in pain. It's fucking terrifying. And they're reaching and squeezing help for me, Fatso me. and Casey. Help and they're me, trying to walk Fatso. and they can't. It's disgusting and disturbing. Makes me want to wretch. It's so creepy and so scary. And they, they're they so scared and they push their way past past the plants the wailing plant mouths oh, 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 help, help me please and they find their dad dad and he's tied up dad dad and he has pla- he has pe- tape over his mouth and I c- leaves growing I'm out getting of his so head. scared I can barely speak I can hardly breathe and um Casey dived to go to get his dad tell me what you learned okay so, if you listen to Welcome to Dead House, I talked about the word dived. Um, how I thought that would be potentially incorrect. Undived. Dived is actually the or, or, original past tense of dive. And it's traditionally used in in, in the British sense in the UK. Right. But as dro- was drive and drove became more popular. So you don't say I drived, you say I drove. As that became popular and became a word that people used... Americans took on dove instead of dive. God bless the USA. Now, I don't know what R.L. Stein has against America, but he uses dive instead. I Maybe I should start Stein. using it because I love him. Lord. Anyway, Casey is not convinced that this is their real dad. And dad says, untie me. Untie me, Princess. please. Doesn't he say please. he has elastic tape on his mouth? I spent a good minute thinking about what elastic tape is exactly. I don't have enough time to think about that. Cat, Google it. And he has plant tendrils tied around his hands. Sick. Now I know I'm going to be sick. And he says, the other dad is a plant copy. He's a plant copy. I'm your real dad. I'm your father. And then they also realize that Mr. Martinez is in that closet too. How big is this closet? He must be naked. I thought this closet was small and long and narrow. How That's big true. is it? So, um, 
they untie dad um, and dad goes, does dad go straight for the wood pile? All of a sudden there's a wood pile in the basement. In the, in the closet. It's not in the closet, actually. Oh. It's in the basement. It's not super clear. Stay out of the closet. Dad runs towards this wood pile, picks up an axe, and turns around, and they're like, oh, oh no. fuck. Oh, no. In that pure moment, Dr. Brewer, the other Dr. Brewer, whoever, if it's a plant copy, we don't know. With the mom. Comes With the down. mom comes down the stairs. So we've got Dr. American in his underwear all tied up. Dr. Martinez. Dr. Martinez. Dr. Martinez in his underwear all tied up. We've got one dad holding an axe, Princess Fatso, Casey, mom, and then another dad wearing a Dodgers cap. Yes. And it is tense. Mm. And um, Princess doesn't know what to do, which dad is which, what's going on. And both dads are saying, no, I'm the real dad. No, 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 no. He's a plant copy. And she doesn't know who who is who, what's going on, what's going on. And the dad who was trapped, who was tied up in the closet with the leaves on his head, says, "Princess, princess, 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 it's me, it's me." And she's still not convinced. And she's, "I, I don't know, I don't know." And then she has a genius idea. She takes, she, she takes the axe. First of all, she takes the axe from. Give me the axe. I'm the princess. I'm the princess now. Hell yeah, I'm the motherfucking princess. Takes the axe and says, "I have an idea." And she puts the axe down. Takes a knife from goes, somewhere. Takes a knife. And then stabs her dad in the stabs, arm. She stabs the dad that was trapped in the closet. And he starts bleeding blood. Hot red blood. And then she goes, yes. You are my dad. I knew it was you. Gives the axe to that dad. And then that dad takes the axe and chops in the face, I think, in half the other dad. And green blood pours out. All the way down his body. And from the inside, you see there's no organs or anything. It was just a green stalk of vegetable. And And two two halves of the body flop flop over. over. It is violent. You'll never, is, you'll never see anything like that in a, a ever, like that in a never. book ever. Recently at Comic-Con, there, um, Jack Black was doing an interview to talk about the Goosebumps movie that's coming out next summer, um, summer 2015. And one of the interviews that I watched online, they had him read an excerpt from a Goosebumps book. And it was the interviewer's favorite Goosebumps book. And, our, and Jack Black didn't know which book or what the excerpt was from. And it was this exact paragraph of Margaret stabbing the dad and then him taking an axe and cutting the plant double ooh, in half. Ooh. I am not convinced that Princess had the best idea here. She clearly, you know, was right, but let's stab my dad and yes. see which one bleeds red. You know, I don't think we we really actually have blood in any of the other Goosebumps books. I mean, vam- monster blood and vampire breath and, you know... Any vampire book, sure, but not normally. Yeah. This not is, normally at yeah. all. Um, so basically... It's over. Everything's fine. Mr. Martinez is fine and seems totally fine for being. And he's tied like, up. "Cool, thanks for time. Have me t- my naked ass tied up in the closet for the." Lo- the I'd last really like days. to hire you back. Yeah, let's work together. What? What? So Doctor Brewer is like oh, fantastic. So drives him home. Starts he- killing all the suffering plants. And he's like, "Yeah, I had a bunch of suffering plants in the closet, but I just got out of control because they were my experiments. I couldn't stop, so I just shoved all those suffering half man, half plants in the closet and got carried away. And he spends the next several days killing them, then burns burning them, them in, in a bonfire in no the backyard. Deal. No it's big deal. Cool. So glad to have my dad back. And he explains what had happened with how his well. his hand got 
cut and his blood mixed in the machine. And when he turned it on, mm -hmm. it's very simple, you guys. It created a chemical reaction that made a part human, part um, you know, plant version of himself that made a copy and wanted that, to make copies of that, us all that created the leaves that kind of came out of his head, connected and, the two phone booths, and, and he was b bleeding green because that wasn't him. That was a plant copy, and he got carried away, and his plant, the plant materials Avocado in his blood salad. got turned into the machine, and it created this reaction. Jason. And I don't understand. Right. So. All the plants have been destroyed in the bonfire. The dad says, you know what? Let's make the basement into a rec room. Ooh, let's go pick out a pool table. Oh, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be just fine. And everything's um. great and sunny and perfect. And Princess finds herself in the backyard on one Sunday, staring Probably at the golden hills. Oh, I love dreaming living of, in California. Dreaming of avocado salad. And California. Then, it's so peaceful. And then she feels a little nudge on her ankle. What's that little nudge? Oh, it's a little yellow flower. And that Oh, you know, you know what we didn't do? Read the first paragraph and the last paragraph of the book. Let's do it now. I'll do it. I'll do it. Now, listeners, listener, Demi, Kat, Alec, Ricky, um, uh, if you remember, this thing that my brother and I like to do is reading the first paragraph and the last paragraph of every book. And it makes a great book. So here it is. <clears throat> hey, Dad, catch Margaret. The flower whispered, help me, please help me. I'm your father, really. I'm your real father. The end. Bone chilling twist. Love it's it. a really good twist. It's a fantastic twist. And you twist. know what? Twist as, and shout, twist and scream. And as convoluted as it was, it's a good book. It's a great book. It's scary. You know, it, um, now reading it as a super sexy 20 something, I... I, I think I'd give it a B instead of a B plus, but but why not a B plus? Um, I you know I, I don't know I guess some of the the plot holes that we we've talked about a little bit and some of the questions that aren't completely answered I don't know maybe I'm talking myself back into the B plus because it's a really original terrifying idea that's kind of specific and it's not like a rote classic thing where it's like oh here's the haunted house one or here's the dummy one this one is like kind of this weird new idea that's kind of scary so maybe the idea itself deserves a B plus for sure totally. And all the places where this book is lacking, they are filled completely by the TV episode. Now, the TV, if, if, if you guys are listening and haven't seen a TV episode, episodes. drop your pants and watch both of them right now because they're, they're really, really good. Genuinely very, very scary. Really well directed. Some of the acting's pretty good. It honors the book and cleans it up a little bit, makes it a little clearer. Just and gets a little trimming, just trims those hedges. It, it, it just, it really nips it in the bud. Yeah. And um, it really grounds it. So let's just, let's just, let's just dive. Let's dive right in. Absolutely. So the TV episode starts, it aired January 27th, 1996. Wow. Season one, episodes nine and 10. Um, and it starts off on a blustery, windy day in a, it's not California. In fact, when we it see, couldn't be California. when we see Dr. Merrick, another big difference, instead of Dr. Martin, it says New it's York. Dr. Merrick, it's his New York license. And we see like the neighborhood and there's tons of leaves and it's so leaves, leaves, many leaves, 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 which leaves. I believe was a choice. I think it had to be. And, you know, it's a super windy, uh, windy, blustery day. blustery day. And we get a lot of exposition right off that's really, really great. This, and is, the, the, this is one of my, 
these two episodes, let's just call it an episode. I keep yeah. Let's just call that. it this episode. This episode is one of my favorites. Mine too, without a doubt. It's one of those ones where when Daniel and I were watching it earlier, we were we have the whole thing memorized and could do the, the whole, whole thing, thing right memorized. Now. I've seen it countless. It really. Times. I have it on VHS and look at me and I'm fantastic. You so, are. You're great. Thank you. So it's a really windy, windy, windy day, and the mom comes out and she's like, "I know everything's gonna be fine." They do a great job of shoving in some exposition. Yeah, and ha- almost having. Margaret comments on the amount of exposition. She goes, I know all that. I know. know And so we have Margaret, who's glassy-eyed and looks like she might be a Montgomery in in an alternate world. She might be a part of our Um, family. And then we have the mom, who I'm convinced is the voice of Jean Grey from the X-Men animated series. I looked it up. She's not. Okay, that's super disappointing. she did star in an episode of the TV show Street Legal entitled The Phoenix. Wow, interesting. And then Casey, who's played by actor Blake McGrath, or shall we say dancer. Yeah, that's how I know. He's from So You Think You Can Dance Canada. Even when I when I saw him, he was on regular So You Think You Can Dance, right? Like a guest dancer one time or something. Yes. I remember seeing him somewhere and being like, oh my god, it's the kid from Stay Out of the Basement. You can see his dancer training at certain points of the episode. We'll get in. There's this one. There's a there's scene with, one with moment. dipping and spinning. Woo! So it immediately starts off with Mrs. Brewer leaving to go take care of Aunt Eleanor and them setting up the fact that dad's in the basement all the time. He stopped calling me princess. I thought you hated that. I do. I just, he's a botanist. He, he studies, studies plants. plants. I mean, exposition, exposition, And it's exposition. like this deliciously 80-yard scene where the mom, and, and she she tells him that everything's, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. So the mom's like, go get your dad. I don't want to be late or whatever. So they like, they're like, oh, he's probably in the basement. So they go, they kind of, they walk down into the basement and it's cartoonishly green it's green green not white bright white lights like, a like Kelly the green like green and right as they're going there they see their dad at the top of the steps violently saying i remember the first time i saw this and heard this thinking it was so jarring i thought it was so scary because the dad seemed so violently angry and i remember thinking like and when reading the book, I always thought, be like, stay out of the basement, or like, stay out of the basement, not him yelling it gutturally like a beast. Stay out of the basement! The, the actor that plays the dad, I mean, he's all over the place. He makes some choices. He does. So anyway, he says, so stay out of the basement, and then says, don't forget what I told you. Stay, stay out of the basement. Now, kids, don't forget what I told you about stay the basement. out of basement. So, and what I want to say about this episode, well, what I want to say about this episode is the score is really fantastic. In fact, I'll insert some of that, insert some of that music here. And like it sets the mood, and it's so like kind of sad and somber, and it doesn't pander really to children. It's not like, I remember thinking like being very scared, very scared watching this when I was a kid because it's genuinely terrifying and it just, the music just sets a really great mood. So, um, the dad is taking Mrs. Brewer to the airport. Casey is playing, um, Welcome to Camp Nightmare on the TV. Yeah, and it's the Goosebumps. He's playing a video game that's just a shot from, a pixelated shot from the episode, uh, Welcome Welcome to Camp Camp Nightmare. Nightmare. And the music in the video game is the Goosebumps theme. Cute. It's not even trivia. It's like so obvious. It's not even trivia. And they start hearing, um, it's animal sounds coming from almost like roars and weird. The, the the TV episode, it's to me, it sounds more like 
jungle animal yeah. as opposed to humans sighing and sad and mournful. Yeah, it is kind of which jungle. I think it, it I, I think is probably a less scary choice. Yeah, on purpose. I feel like the 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 plants in the book are a little traumatizing. Yeah, they are. This so is instead, they make it a jungle. little more jungle 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 monstery as opposed to you know contorted twisted deformed human beings tootling and hoodling like a hospital ward in the basement sick so of course they go down in the basement you guys know this they go down the basement it's hot down there casey takes his sweater off he doesn't take his shirt off in this one maybe it's the rainforest oh i'm I'm studying studying it in school i wonder if dad's doing the rainforest Thank you, Casey. Thanks, Casey. And then about five minutes later, Dad is coming home from the airport. Honk, 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 honk. I'm home. I'm coming home. Honk, 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 honk. And then they, we, Dad. And a plant has already grabbed Margaret. They get. She seems kind of annoyed by it, but not as terrified. She's like, a plant just grabbed me. Ouch! My finger. I cut it on one of the thorns. And they run upstairs. And this is a dancer moment. Now, if you want to watch this episode, this is a dancer moment. Casey comes upstairs and literally dramatically wipes sweat off his forehead and goes, oh, my sweater. I forgot it. We got to go get it before dad comes. And like, he he does this great hair flip and he has, a, he has a perfect textbook bowl cut. And then he does two pirouettes. And he spins and kind of like prances and then flies down the steps. It like Mikhail Baryshnikov. Gorgeous. I know. It is Flawless. And he takes way too long getting his sweater. He's scared, I guess. I don't know. Just like in the book. He takes about as much time in the book as he does in the TV show. You're right. This episode is very uh, faithful to the spirit and story of the book. Yeah. There's no Diane. We don't get Diane because we don't really need her. We didn't really need Diane. We don't need Diane. So sorry, sorry, Diane. Diane. Sorry, Kathy. Sorry, Diane. Um, Dad comes home and says, were you kids in? The basement. And they go, we I'm heard sorry. a noise. We're sorry. So when the We're dad so comes sorry. home, it's very, very frightening. The lighting and the directing, you kind of see the silhouette of him coming in on this Ooh. stormy afternoon. Ooh. And he's very scary looking. And this is where, I remember showing this episode to a friend of mine who had never seen this episode before and hadn't seen Goosebumps really. And he was really, really disturbed by this episode because he thought, he's like, wow, like the undertones, no joke. I'm not trying to make a joke at all of domestic violence and like this scary, scary a punishing father figure. He was like, "Wow, I didn't know Goosebumps books were like this." I'm like, "They're normally not." It's but the sequence scary. where the dad comes home and you think he's gonna like literally beat them for being in the basement is very, very frightening. I mean, that's how they're acting too. That they're, yeah. they're they're terrified, and yeah. he says, "Are you kids okay?" And said, "We're fine." It's like okay. And then he says, "Would it help if I explain what's going down? You know what 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 I'm doing in the basement? What's going down in the basement?" In case he I would feel better if you'd explain it. I would. And he basically says nothing. He almost says nothing. He really does. He says nothing. Dad does the worst job of explaining what's going down in the basement. He does not make them feel better at all. No. Mm-mm. Um, and so then uh, we go through the same sort of plot points of the book in sort of a different order. In sort of princess makes breakfast. Dad doesn't come up for it kind of thing. But what she does see is she sees him hungrily shoving down plant food now i don't know if this is just the stage i'm in in my life but the way that he eats that plant food and guzzles like a a pitcher of ice cold water 
looks so delicious to me. I'm just really hungry. And like watching him shovel that in his mouth and like, oh, it looks so green and fresh. And then drink that with the ice cold water. It's it like, looks Ooh. delicious. Sometimes to me, just a bottle of Fiji water is even sweeter than a bowl of the sweetest Halloween candy. Mm. Uh. I love like an ice cold Fiji water with a slice of lemon in it. So I know exactly how the dad feels in his S hat. He's not wearing a Dodgers baseball cap. He's wearing a cap that has an S on it. What? Why don't you? I was thinking. And then Casey even says, Dad, I thought you hated baseball, but it's clearly just a blue hat. I was thinking, why wouldn't you just put a hat with a G on it? A G? For goosebumps. Oh. Maybe it's an S for Stein. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Um,. The plant food in the episode looks very different from how it is described and how I imagine it in the book. In the book, it says, I think it's like a bag of dirt fertilizer soil. Right. This and is like the, kind of like a little it's jar. It's a little jar a little full of jar. green slop. Plant food. <laughs> and so then, is this the part where the big, the most terrifying scene in the entire Scoosebump series of Margaret being on the phone? It's the mom calls. I don't know. She's on the phone with mom on a dark, stormy night, and she's, and she's telling... Her that she's really worried about dad, but as she's on the phone with him, as she's on the phone with her mom, a hand reaches up from the bottom of the frame and grabs the phone out of her hand, and it's the dad, and he pops up from the ground, picks up the phone, and then talks to the mother and stares Margaret down the whole time. And dead it goes, inside. Very scary. And it goes a little something like this. Mom, when are you coming home? Aunt Eleanor's just recovering from her surgery. She still needs me. Mom, I can't explain it. But I've just got this really bad feeling about Jack. Hi, honey. Everything okay? Oh, that's a shame. Margaret? Yes. You're right. I should spend more time with her. Absolutely, you're right. We miss you. I will. Bye. So scary. Bye. Isn't it terrifying? It's too scary. But this dead look he gives her. It could like, be from a PG-13 horror film. It really could. It's, it's it's like, that's not her dad anymore. There's no life behind the eyes. It's There's something else going on. TVY7. That's right. Even maybe TVPG. Just scary. Um, really, really scary. Margaret's very scared. She hears sounds coming. From, she right. hears. She no, hears. What are you laughing at? She's laying in her bed. And um, she's lying in her bed, and oh, she yeah. hears... On a cartoonishly blue thunderstorm night? The thunderstorm night hasn't started yet, okay. as far as I remember. Okay. And she hears the dad going down the hallway, making ridiculous noises. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they sound like that. Very <laughs> ridiculous. And she, creep, she, she creeps up on him, and she peeps up in him, and sees that through the slats Spots. in the bathroom door that his arm is bleeding it's bleeding green and that he takes his hat off and he has leaves growing out of his head leaves are pretty gross the hand thing looks really fake but it's okay it looks really fake it looks like they didn't get the shot they wanted with the dripping of the green right they really had to settle and the next day margaret tells casey i think dad's a mad scientist no he's our dad come on dad dad is chipper and up he's in a good mood he's snapping i made breakfast so he puts the green slop in front of them he puts this like delicious spinach this cream spinach dip with ooh, is it like a fresh tomato in there Ooh. so he puts this slop in front of them that's supposed to look really disgusting but it looks delicious i just want to take a heated tortilla chip and dip it right in i'll eat the whole thing it looks like spinach dip and uh, and uh, and guacamole 
It looks so good. It looks like kale noodles from Cafe Gratitude. Mm, it looks so good. And Margaret's at this breakfast meal. Margaret says, "I saw you last night." She just comes right out and says, yeah, she it. Calls "I saw you last night." And he's like, "Uh oh, um, leaves. They're just a side effect." And the I, I wasn't bleeding. It, it was wasn't a, coming out of my cut. It, it was, was a uh, fluid from the leaves. Blade. Yeah. So it doesn't really explain it either. But then. Saved by the Bell, Dr. Merrick is there. Well, D- Dr. Brewer is a- aggressively telling them to eat it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It'll taste just fine. It doesn't smell too good. Eat it. After his weak explanation. I don't think he says seven times. He doesn't say it seven times, but after his weak explanations about his bleeding and his leaves, and they are not convinced that they should eat this slop. And Dr. Merrick shows up. Not Dr. Martinez. Dr. Merrick. Yeah. Same as the book. He says, oh, I told you I'd drop by. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And blah, blah, blah. And Saved by the Bell, He goes. they go down into the basement to check out um, Dr. Brewer's experiments or whatever. And Margaret and Casey shovel that slop down into the trash. Just like they did in the book. And then they go outside and play Frisbee for a while. And Casey overhears Dr. Merrick and dr brewer having some kind of an argument of some sort so he leans down to like the tiny window that goes into the basement outside of their house to listen but a green twisting plant comes up and to be continued yes end of episode one so now we're starting episode two and this plant has grabbed casey and is wrapped around him and and, and is attacking and he, him he's like help me get it off me and so then margaret helps him get 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 the plant off of him and dad comes out and is all pissed and is like, "What are you doing?" And um, there's this really, really in the tense, you know, the tense oh. moment they confront each other. And Casey kind of calls him out. And there's this great line that he says, and it's, "You're not a mad scientist, are you, Dad?" No, I'm an angry scientist. Oh, it's genius! Such a great line. And then Margaret's stuck like, with me forever, forever, forever. In fact, I tried to put that line in the opening credits for this podcast, mm-hmm. but I thought... I remember. But I took it out. Um, Margaret's like, we didn't see Dr. Merrick leave. Yeah. I didn't see him leave. Are you interrogating me, Margaret? Is that the appropriate use of the word interrogate? Are you interrogating? I always I always thought of that, watching that, and I was like... No, I never thought of that. Yeah, I, was like, would... I was like, I don't think she's interrogating you. Is that the, per- is that the right word to use, Dr. Brewer? You know, know me in words. I think it's fine. No, I'm not saying it's not... Forget know. it. And Margaret Margaret calls him out and says, I, "I I didn't I didn't see Dr. Merrick leave. Are you interrogating me, Margaret?" He is he he's gonna hurt. So them. we're we're in full full tilt dad scary mode at this point. He 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 drills a two by four ish lock on top of the basement door so they can't get in. Thunderstorms have started. You know, crazy it's going blue down. thunderstorms. Now and what what we get to see in the episode that we don't see in the book is some they do some. Uh, intermittent establishing shots of the basement and we see one shot of the dad really by himself in the basement taking a like a dropper of green liquid and going to the supply closet and you can't see who he's doing it to but off but, camera you hear like a and he puts some drops over this figure that we can't see and then closes the door and kind of walks around like a crazy person so it's like the mystery is like there's pretty much no mystery at this point it's like you know the dad's fucked up and doing some crazy ass evil shit in the basement and they's fucked so he's like i'm leaving the house or whatever and they're they when they're home alone and they're ordered to stay in their stay rooms. in their rooms and while, while they're home alone margaret's like fuck this like i, I want to call mom i want to call, call mom, mom. So, and they can't find the number for 
Aunt Eleanor's house. So they decide to go into the dad's room. Because the dad, I know dad took it. I know dad took the number. He, he probably hid it in his room. So while they're in the room, uh, someone calls and it's, Glo- it's, it's Gloria Merrick. Gloria Merrick, Dr. Merrick's wife. And they listen on the old school answering machine. And she says he never came home. This and they're is like, scary. What the fuck? So then dad comes home and they're like, oh, fuck, dad's home. So Casey runs out. Margaret tries to run out, but she trips on the cord connecting the, <laughs> and um, the, answering, the machine. answering machine. Oh, oh, God. And so she doesn't have, the dad comes upstairs and Margaret doesn't have time to get out of the room, so she hides under her dad's bed, and the dad comes in the room. And there's this whole sequence that's not in the book that's very, very frightening and really well-directed. Really well done. Where where the dad comes in, he sees that the, the, the answering machine's been twisted a little bit. He's like, is someone in my room? And then he kind of sits down on the bed, and Margaret's underneath the bed staring at her dad's feet. And what comes plopping down, falling down, are worms. Sick. Worms plop and flop down. They start twisting and writhing toward Margaret. And she stares As at it. As the thunderstorm rolls. And the next background. thing that falls is Dr. Merrick's wallet. It plops down in front of her and she sees it's his and it's like, oh my gosh. And so more worms plop down are crawling towards her. And then the dad takes the wallet and he leaves. So Margaret's hiding under the bed, staring at worm poop on the floor. And out in the hallway, he goes, uh, Casey comes out and... Dr. Brewer's like, what are you doing out here? He's like, I had to go to the bathroom. And he's like, where's Margaret? Like, She's in her room. And he goes, you weren't in my room, were you? He's like, no. no. He goes, go back in your room. Stay in your room. You too, Margaret. And then he leaves to get something he forgot going somewhere. And so Margaret and Casey go back in the dad's room, and they notice that the bed is moving it's and wiggling, writhing. It's squirming. So they pull the blanket off the bed, and underneath are pumping thumping thudding pulsating worms and and dirt commercial break then this hilarious gross thing happens <laughs> the commercial break comes so back ridiculous. and a uh, uh, like a clump of worms fly, fly off, the bed off the bed and plop at their feet and they're like oh I, something's going wrong and i feeling we got to know the truth and i got a feeling that the truth is in, in the, the basement. basement so they go into some room that's not the basement and get weed killer and they go down. These kids and a are, crowbar. They're they're as resourceful, if not more resourceful, than in the book. Which I think they're, they're more being, efficient than the kids. In the yeah, book that's are. true. And the book ha- the book, the episode gives them better reasons to go to the basement. And even when Margaret si- suggests that the ans- the answer to what the problems are, the answer to what the problems is in the basement. Yeah. Um. Casey rolls his eyes and is like, uh, even comments like for the audience benefit, yeah. not at, not like doesn't spike the lens or like break the fourth wall, right. but he like kind of comments like again, I appreciate it. Yeah. And there's this really great sequence where they like take the crowbar and they break the lock off the, 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 the basement and they're standing there and the basement door opens and this green light washes over their faces and as they, they look stare down into the basement gorgeous. and they look flawless. And so they go down to the basement and there's, gross hands sticking out that, that try to grab the crowbar. Their feet, they notice that the plants are bigger, much, much bigger. Aren't they all bigger? And there's this one pod in the corner with this stretching, waxy, green, moaning, green tomato face, just like in the book. They're just popping out. Going, and they take oh. weed killer and they spray it, and it's gross and sick and weird. And the tendrils reach for them, and ah. And then they hear some knocking, and Margo's, who's there? And they open up the closet door, and bursting out of the closet at first they're like it's nothing it's just plants and this confused me when i was little because it's the it's the dad just like in the book and he's bound and gagged i guess but it doesn't look like the it dad doesn't look like him because and i think the it's, lighting the lighting is green so but green. i do think they all have green makeup on their faces and the dad has this, it looks like he's wearing purple lipstick he has me. like this bright bubblegum pink magenta twisted lip stain on and he looks very 
um, Rocky Horror and and I always say look like it really confused me when I was little because yeah because I didn't get I, I didn't, thought it was the first time I'd ever seen a drag queen I didn't kind of and I didn't get that and it, I love drag queens. and I didn't get that it was but the I dad. didn't love that no I didn't love it at all and so he's like untie me untie me untie me please uh, the other dad he's a blend cop he his voice is his so voice, strange his voice is very different too and he kind of staggers towards Margaret and then just then. He's like, thank you. Untie dad me. comes downstairs. And, and, and yes, Margaret unties him. Right. And other dad shows up downstairs and says... He's very calm and kind of even normal, I guess. He says, no, that's a planned copy. He wants to make planned copies of us all. But then to appeal in a really frightening, not at all endearing, comforting voice, the dad goes, princess, princess. 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 Isn't that so scary? Anyway, and so she takes the weed killer and then and sprays. And then she sprays the dad with the cap. And he kind of flops down like and dis- skinny dead disappears floppy legs. Away. My real dad. Only my real dad would call me princess. And the dad gives this twisted, ugly, frightening smile. <laughs> it's the scariest smile I've ever it's seen. It's so, so, so scary. He looks like Marilyn Manson. It really does. It looks like Marilyn Manson, Antichrist I, Superstar. I love Marilyn Manson, but I hate it. I know, it's really terrifying. So we <laughs> cut forward to the dad's all bald, and Dr. Merrick is free, and is still DTF to work with the dad. And he's like, Dr. Merrick, who is also in the closet, is like, yeah, sure. And they're removing all the plants into a truck. Bye. Great. So everything's happy, and the dad's kind of got his job back, and the and mom's, mom's home. home. And she's like, I had no idea this was going I on. I almost told Aunt Eleanor, you're growing like weeds. I didn't realize how close to the truth I almost was. <laughs> and so the dad's like, I gotta, you know, let's have lunch. Like, I have a fresh garden salad with fresh vegetables. I'm oh. kidding. I'm burgers for everybody. Oh, yay. Yeah. Oh. And then Margaret's like, oh, I'll be right there. I have to tie my shoe. I have to tie it. <laughs> so then this cute little flower goes, hey, Hey, Margaret, I'm your father. And then another flower goes, I'm your father. And then Wolverine goes, I'm your father. And then Slappy goes, I'm your father. I'm your father. And then it kind of like fades out and all these flowers think they're her dad or or maybe are her dad. So hilarious. So So ridiculous. So funny. And the flowers are just shaking. Like they, just, it's just like a row of shaking flowers. It's really, really great. Oh, what a good book! And I what know, an what amazing go- episode. It's just so fantastic. It's really one of the best ones in the series. I feel like <sighs> best TV episodes, best books, just great original. I think about frightening. It, I think about it almost every day. It's part of my DNA. It's part of my dianocleus robio acid. <laughs> good luck. My riboflavin non-carbonated. You got it. Yeah. Perfect. That's <laughs> RNA. Um, I actually googled plant DNA, by the way. Plant DNA? Yeah. I was like, what? It's a thing. Oh, chloroform. Um, uh, I love Stay Out of the Basement so much. It will always be one of my favorites. When I The apartment where I live now, one of the reasons why I was so interested in it is because it had a scary basement. Creepy and basement? my landlord, you guys. My landlord. When has we, leaves growing out of his head. Um, Landlord said, the first time we were looking at the apartment, he said, oh... Um, yeah, that's the basement. It's the basement for the whole building. Stay out of the basement. He did not say No, that. he didn't say stay out of the basement, but he said don't go in the basement. Oh. He said, yeah, don't go in the basement. And I was so intrigued. Stay and I just knew we had to live there. In fact, my roommate and I had another house picked and I said, nope, I want to live in this one. Mm. And I go in the basement all the time. I know, when I go over and visit, it's like another little shop of horrors. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us to Welcome to Deadcast in number two, Stay Out of the Basement. Tune into Monster Blood, number three. Monster Blood, if you dare. Please help me. 
Fire.